This is the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield. First of all, is that Hansi Flick is not only a very successful manager, he's a very nice person as well. Huh? So, um, apart from that, there's nothing really to say. Um, <laughs> because it's how I learned. It's not official until it's announced, and I'm not the announcer, and so I don't know um, but really what I can say now. Um, it looks quite promising. <laughs> My hands are tied, pretty much. So I'm, um, yeah, probably it's for all Liverpool supporters, it's quite um, useful to, to have a look at a few LFC channels over the day. I would say that could help. And then um, we will see when whatever happens. Um, and um, but yeah, what was your question, by the way? <laughs> well, I'll, I'll go about it hypothetically speaking. Then as well, then what difference you can make to your squad now? I would prefer to speak about that actually after um, um, it's then finally um, official. But um, I think most of the things I will say if it happens are obvious. So um, it's nothing what somebody has to discover um, about this player. And that's, that's how it is. But as I said, it's, it's tricky now for me. It's, yeah, it's not announced. Nothing is announced. So um, that's all I can say. Sorry. Yeah, it does happen. <laughs> <laughs> it's easy for us to put two and two together and say it could impact on Gini One Album's future. So is that going to be the case? Or if I can say if if it happens, it has no impact on anybody's future in a negative way. If you want that, so like somebody has to leave because somebody comes in or whatever. No, that I can say that if something happens, there is no impact in that. And we'll ask you about football now then as well. What are you <laughs> What are you expecting against Chelsea from Chelsea, especially in comparison to what we saw in that five-three Anfield when you lifted the Premier League trophy? Before? Yeah, last year we played Chelsea pretty often, pretty early. Then in the season, and all the games were really, were really difficult. And so, and that's what I expect first and foremost. And the last game, or the first game against um, uh, Brighton, was now a game how it looks when you play Brighton. On especially, I'm not sure, but when you play Brighton, you we all suffer because they just play good football, and you have to be decisive in the in the in the key moments. And that was um, that was the story of the game, pretty much, um, and. So pretty early, all that stuff, it's clear. We have actually absolutely no idea um, who Frank will line up. So many different options. And um, so we have to, be, because we don't know a lot about Chelsea in the moment, um, during the season that will probably change, but we have just to focus on ourselves. And there's, um, there's enough, uh, enough work to do with that um, for different reasons. We are very early in the season. So we had a really intense uh, training week work really on for us how we see it decisive stuff um a lot of things were good in the first game some games some things were not that good i know that but it's the first game so don't make it bigger or we don't make it um less important or more important than necessary just work with it um and and use as one information 
and all the rest um, was the week was absolutely good so far. So now we have to make sure that we can transform that on the pitch because we should better be at our best. Um, otherwise, it could be really, really tricky. Thank you, Vinny. Uh, Anne-Marie, we're going to come to you for two questions for PLP. After Anne-Marie, we go to Juliet. I'm not sure who's on from Merseyside, if they could, BBC Merseyside, if they could let me know. James from TalkSport and Carl Markham. Anyone else who wants to ask in the open, please use the hands-up mechanism or WhatsApp me. But uh, Anne-Marie, it's over to you. Hello, Jürgen. Uh, you're, of course, and I say this with a bit of tongue-in-cheek, extremely familiar with the Bundesliga. We've now got several players here in the Premier League. You have our, your own, maybe Keita, of course, Roberto Firmino, Aubameyang at, at Liverpool, and uh, Timo Werner at Chelsea. I wanted to ask you, why has the Bundesliga become such a talent hub for the Premier League? Did that change? From earlier was, I don't know a lot, but Mr. Rizzi came years ago, Michael Balak, Michael Balak was here for a long time. I think there were some players. Um, it's just, a, it's a good, it's a, it's a really tough league. It's a good league. Germany is a football um, country, if you want. It's the main sports there. So um, years ago, I think we all agree, not only because Germany became world champion, but there was a, they made some good decisions. Um, uh, with talent scouting, talent training, um, building academies and stuff like this. So but I was I was part there of of, of not of the pro yeah I was part of the process there, and um, so that helped a lot. So you cannot make these decisions and get the benefit the next day, obviously. So you have to you need some the, the, some time to really see um, the improvement. But now it's just, it's a good league, a really, really good league, a tough league to play, yes, with one very dominant team. But apart from that, um, the rest is really um, tactically good, a lot of talents. And so um, the Premier League is obviously the league with the most money and um, the most competitive league. And uh, that's then, then they are get interested in these kind of players. And um, the players in Germany, pretty much all of them, the German players there, anyway, speak, most of them speak English. So England is a, is a natural, um, solution for them um, so it's not at home but still kind of familiar and um, so that's all that's all reasons but um, we had good players in Germany when nobody was interested from England already so um, Miroslav Klose and Lukas Podolski played in England as well by the way uh, pretty good as well so um, there were some players but yeah in a moment um, I think Harvards and, and Werner especially from these young boys um were really the outstanding players. All the other young and outstanding players play probably at Borussia Dortmund. So um, that's that's really it's a it's a good league for England to to scout. And as long as they can afford the transfer fees, we will see these kind of transfers for sure. And games are going to be coming thick and fast over the next few weeks or so. How concerned are you about fixture congestion? I and mean, can you give us an idea about squad rotation? About the next months, actually, I, I don't. I think it stops in May. If if we stay in competitions, then it's when then it will just just stay tough um, the whole year. But we knew that beforehand. Um, I my my first concern is always player welfare. That's why I was not happy what I said, and nobody really speaks about it anymore. But why why I was not happy with the decision not to stick to twenty and five. Going back to 18 and 3, because that makes just the situation more tricky, even more tricky. And we all will realize in the next few weeks how, how tough it will be. It's one is the imagination that you think, ah, 
look at that, all, all three days um, a game, stuff like this from now until whenever. Um, but being in it is then different again. So we try to prepare as good as possible and we will try to deal with the situation as good as possible. But uh, everybody needs to be lucky with injuries and stuff like this that you can even rotate. Um, and that, that we will see. But it's, it's about focusing on the next game. That will not change. And the next game for us is Chelsea. But 100% it will, it will be a tough one for all of us. So um, that's then fair play. But um, from the players' welfare point of view, I really have to say um, the other solution would have been much better. But obviously, um, a lot of people saw that in a different way. That's why we have the situation we have. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Jürgen, you, so you say it, it's quite promising that Thiago will become a Liverpool player. Not quite over the line yet, but players like him don't become available very often at the price that's being reported. He seems to be a long-term admirer of the Premier League, wants to play in the Premier League. You seem to be a long-term admirer of him. So how much of a coup is it for Liverpool to, to, to attract this type of player? It's a very good effort, really. Um, all these things. Sorry, I can I can answer after um, something is announced or not. It's not. Maybe we cannot now talk about these kind of things in a hypothetical way and and say just if he comes and stuff like this. It's it's just we have to wait a little bit. So you you waited so long and often in your life. So you we all are used to it. So in this moment, there's nothing to say about it. This is the press conference for the Chelsea game. Um, I respect 100% if you ask me about these things and things around. I get it, but I can't answer these kind of questions now. Thank you, Juliet. We'll go to James from BBC Merseyside. James Mountford, top left on our screen. Hello, Jürgen. Uh, can I just ask you please about injury news for the match and just squad news? Yeah, intense week. Um, few. Little things here and there, but um, in a moment should be okay. Um, nobody is coming back or whatever, and the rest we have, we have to see. So um, still two days to go, two training sessions, but for the moment we seem okay. And, and last season you won 14 times away from home in the league, which was a, a club record. What? Can you just say why do you think your team was so good away from home and, and what's different about it? I didn't think last season about it. Why should I now start? But it's just we don't make a difference between home and away game. Um, it, uh, it is a difference, obviously, because of the atmosphere in our stadium, usually. And um, But uh, we just... We have different ways to play and we had to defend with all we have and sometimes we scored more often than the opponent. But you know these the games. We can take the Chelsea game. We scored two wonderful goals, both were after set pieces. We had more chances, but it was more it was a proper fight. That's what we have to be ready for. And we don't we should not make a difference between uh, or which ground we are playing in the moment. So just the pitch is similar. Uh, long, single, similar wide, and um, so let's go for it. The goal is in this pretty similar position all, on all pitches. So we, we, we don't make that difference really, but of course, sometimes um, you can have a positive or a negative run, whatever, and it's not really to explain. We, we play just consistently competitive, good football. 
that was the reason for it. And that's what we have to do again. So we were really in the game. We didn't give the ball away or played with 20% away, uh, possession away and 80% at home or whatever. We, we, don't, we didn't really change. We adapted to the different opponents, but we didn't really change. And that's another, another uh, point, maybe. But in the end, you need to uh, work for these kind of um, numbers. 14 games is incredible. Um, and I'm pretty sure of the... How many then? Uh, how many games do we have, away games? Seven. Oh, 18. 19, 19. right, 19. Um, and that means just that we, um, we lost or drew... Oh, no, we drew, five, we drew three and lost two, if I'm right. So, and actually, I don't like that. So, um, we still just have to work on But, you know, we go to Chelsea and that's a tough place with or without supporters. The team they have, the manager they have, it will just be really hardest work again. And that's all we need to know. Okay, James from TalkSport and then Carl Markham from the Press Association. I think that's it for the Open before we go to our first embargo, unless anyone wants to flag anything. Um, so, James, TalkSport. Yeah, but are you looking forward to seeing Frank Lampard on Sunday? From the outside, it feels like there's a, a nice rivalry building, albeit it's clear that you've got a lot of respect for one another. There is no rivalry. You, you, you should stop reading newspapers because, honestly, when I heard about these kind of things, what, what all the different journalists made of it, I, I, I really I don't get that. It's like asking me, when you ask me a question, I answer it and everybody takes it um, then the way he wants to take it. It might be a language issue or whatever. You all make a story of I, I, I'm, that I said something about the, the transfer behavior of Chelsea. What I said in the situation we are in, we cannot deal with the situation like other clubs. One of them was Chelsea, probably I mentioned, I don't know. And then you make a story of it and then you create a rivalry between Frank Lambert and me. Why? We meet twice, two, three times a year. I respect a lot what he's doing. He's probably a really nice guy. On the, but I don't know because we, I don't know him in private. So like he knows doesn't know me in private. So And then on the sideline, we are quite animated and emotional. And sometimes you say a few words, you wish you, a few minutes later, you wish you wouldn't have said it. That's how life is. That's how football is. There's nothing more than that. Whatever you want. Um, I heard some people would be happy if there would be an old rivalry again, um, like it was between Arsene and uh, uh, Alex Ferguson, I think. I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure these two guys were pretty good with each other as well. And I don't think the world needs any stories about these kind of things to be one of us. And only some of you in the newspapers need that. But I can't change it. I can't help with the rivalry. Sorry. Um, I have no problems, not at all, with Frank Lampard. Just because it offends the newspaper writers, not just the newspapers. Uh, there we go. Sorry. Oh, sorry. It was not really newspapers. <laughs> Who was it? Sorry. Any, did anybody feel offended? Um, <laughs> Yes. Mr. King, did you feel anything? No, we'll come to that. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, right, OK. I think it's the last couple in the open uh, from Carl Markham. I'm not sure. Do we clash you as a newspaper, Carl? Or, uh, yeah. Final way. The media in general. Is yes. that better? There we go. Lovely. There we go. Carl. No, they all got a knock. Fine. <laughs> is, is that really better? No, I don't understand that. OK, sorry. Penny Hillman is now. Just to go back to the, to the transfer point, Jürgen, um, I know you always said that if something wasn't an opportunity arose that was too good, you know, too good to turn down, you would do it. But there was um, sort of an inference that you might have to sell to to, to buy players or, or bring money in before you could do these sorts of deals. I'm just wondering 
what has changed in that respect, or, or has anything changed in that respect? No. It's just not, it's not about, it's about timing. So, um, sometimes you buy before you sell, sometimes you sell before you buy, sometimes, um, different scenarios, sometimes you, you don't buy now, but buy later when you sell later, and, and, and sometimes you, you, you earn the money back in a different way, whatever. That's the only thing, what, what is always true for us, what we earn with football, we spend in football. So that's the club. It's probably a pretty short summary of the philosophy, but, but that's one of the of the key points. So, and we cannot just um, say so. Now this year we need um, this and that, and to say, oh, but we cannot, we can afford it. And then we, I mean, I, then I wouldn't insist on it. But we work constantly on improvement. That's what we constantly do. And sometimes people like it, and sometimes they like it later. Um, that's fact. The window itself leaves the window open because it's open until the 6th of October and longer in one way, I think. Yeah. Um, so that's normal. But that was always the same. You, um, I, I cannot um, promise we will do something and I wouldn't, but I cannot say it's 100% sure that we don't do anything. So it's just a situation. Just that it's a, it's a, a developing situation. So everything could happen until the 6th of October. Player comes to me and asks me, so oh, boss, um, I want to go. I don't expect that, but it can happen. And then we have to react to so all these kind of things can happen. You've been listening to the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo.